Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEA. Beamaz and Beamer right here on WBEN for the second straight day. We didn't get fired yet, Joe. That's right. We didn't burn the place down. We're back for uh, hour number two. I think the heat is working, by the way. Yeah. I'm, we were saying that in the break because I'm, uh, I'm feeling nice and toasty uh, for the first time in a long I love it. Love feeling warm. Feels good in here. I was, I'm hope, I was wishing I had worn an undershirt because the hoodie is now a little too much. It's not, you have nothing underneath that hoodie? No, you I don't. take it off, Joe. I, don't um, <laughs> I got So I've got a question to ask you because we were talking a lot this morning uh, during a new morning with, about uh, sports betting, and that seems to be one of the big hang-ups on the uh, state budget bill. And not so much whether or not sports betting will be allowed, but how it will be allowed and how it is going to uh, interfere or could potentially interfere with um, what is currently in place with these Native American gaming compacts. So it appears that in some way, shape, or form, it will be allowed here in New York State going forward if they can work out those two issues. I think, so here's where I wanted to start, because I think that we are kind of on the same page of mobile sports wagering in New York State I, we like the idea. Yep. I want it to happen. Yes. Are, are you on the same page with me? I would like to see it happen yesterday. Yes. I think this is where we differ, though. Oh. In that I would like to see it happen. I don't think I think it's a good idea. And <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I can you know, tell you why or, or uh, kind of expand on that a little bit, I don't necessarily think it's the best thing in the world for everybody to be walking around, you know, with, uh, you know, in their pockets, if you watch sports at all, every sports fan, with the ability to put $2, $5, anything on not a game, but on who's going to score the next goal, who's going to get the next power yeah. play, who's going to, all these live betting things. Here is Angelo Morinello, who is an assemblyman. He represents an area around Niagara Falls. He kind of explained a little bit of how I feel when he was on with us yesterday morning. Um, it's still in hard negotiations, but as I've stated before, I'm not one in favor of it because the danger of individuals sitting around uneducated in sports betting and not doing the research on teams 
it becomes very easy after a couple of cocktails or you have a little bravado to then start making bets. And before you know it, at the end of the month, you don't have the money for your mortgage. That's Angelo Morinello, the state assemblyman, yesterday. And I... I kind of feel the same way, because if you're going to compare something, and I know they're two totally different things, but they were the two controversial issues going into the budget-making process in Albany this year, and that's the legalization of marijuana and sports betting on your mobile phone. Can it happen? With the legalization of marijuana, I, I don't know if many people who wouldn't be using marijuana in the first place are now, because it will be legalized at a state level, are going to go out and use it just because. But I definitely know that because now if you take mobile uh, sports betting and you can place a bet on your phone, you're of course going to do it uh, because (laughs) there's mobile sports betting in terms of the one thing that stops, uh, speaking for myself, from placing bets on, you know, more games is the fact that you have to physically go right. to a casino to do it legally right now. Yeah, Brian, here is where we disagree. Uh, and Angelo Morinello, I like the guy a lot. I have a lot of respect for the guy. But this state just legalized online lottery tickets. And now, not only online lottery tickets, but scratch-off tickets sent directly to your phone. So, yeah, I put down $5 on Gonzaga to win last night. Okay, I lost $5. If I spend $5 on a scratch-off ticket, 10 seconds after I scratch that ticket and don't win, what am I doing, Brian? I'm putting another $5 and then another. So if the state's telling me that's okay, I don't understand why mobile begging's not okay. And to what Angelo said about having a few cocktails and placing a bet, well, A, that's what you do now if you're at a sports book, and B, if you're at a bar... And you, you uh, I, I know a lot of people haven't been to a bar in the last year, but you go to a bar and say you've had three or four adult beverages. If you're like me, hey, can I have $20 on the next quick pick? So the state's okay when it's their lottery system. I think that's system. only you, by the way. I don't think it's only me. Are you, I've, you're the only person I know who's ever played that game. Well, I, I don't even know how it works. I can't I've be, seen it my entire life. I have no idea what's going I on. I can't be the only one or it wouldn't still be going on. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. You know, it's in there in the corner. It's like a soothing thing. You're watching the ball go and the numbers. I don't know how any of it works. Um, so but, after a few adult beverages, you just watch the quick pick. <laughs> Maybe sometimes you're the only person I know who actually plays it, but I, you do make a, a good point. I also that there play are it when forms I'm grocery like shopping. That. If not the quick pick, there is you know Most the machine of the, the scratch off yeah. in there at the and, same time. And I think okay, so if they had just legalized, hey, you can you can get your pick ten every day on your phone. Okay, you're not putting a lot of money on pick ten, but on instant scratch off tickets, to me that's. You, you probably will spend more money on instant scratch-off tickets, especially if you keep losing, than you're going to on sports betting. Now, that's my opinion. That's my take. Does one make the other one right? No. But if I'm viewing it from Albany, if I am viewing it as a elected official, if I say A is okay, I don't see how I can then be against B. How important is it to you to have the option of where to place your bet? Because this is one of the sticking points now is – if you follow uh, what the governor would like to see when it comes to mobile sports betting, he wants something like what's in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, you can bet on a game on your phone through DraftKings because they have exclusivity in the state and they have an agreement where you know a certain uh, amount of the profit goes 
back to the state, and they're the only sports book that can operate on your phone in that state. That's kind of sounds like what the governor wants here in New York, which would shut out you know a lot of uh, options for competitive. How important is it to have those options? I don't know. You know, I'd have to actually have the experience of having yeah. mobile betting. Now, you go to Vegas, you can mobile bet anywhere. You have a mm-hmm. ton of options. But if you have a sports book available to you, that's better than what we have now. Like you said, you have to drive somewhere. I guess so. Place I guess, it, but do you want the. He uh, made a point yesterday of uh, speaking. We played it a lot uh, throughout the morning show of saying that, you know, we don't want. We want to cut out the middleman. You know, we don't want the casinos making money. We want the state to make money. Who do you feel more comfortable being your bookie for a state bet? Andrew Cuomo in the state of New York or a random casino somewhere? Is it (laughs) one good over the other? I think I do trust the casinos just a little bit more than the government being, being your bookie. But, again, it's going to be one of those things. They legalize it. It's going to be a learning curve, right, for the Mm -hmm. state. Uh, But – Let's also be honest, Brian. Why is the state doing this? Your 820 guys said it perfectly. 80% of sports bets in New Jersey are from New York City. Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite a big uh, turnover. So they're focused on downstate. Uh, another thing is that I was thinking about, you talked about going out. You know what the worst part about going out with you is? Uh-oh, what's that? I Well, just nothing to do with you. But you have to order food now oh. every time you're at a – don't worry. You thought I was about to drop a bombshell on you. Could have been the uh, second and last show. Uh, you have to order food with alcohol as part of the state's mandates on bars and restaurants. And that could change beginning today. Dave Schutte is uh, joining us on the line and he's the owner of Brightsmith Brewing, a lot of Olivers, a lot of other places here in western New York. Dave, thanks for being with us uh, this morning. You're with uh, BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. And it was my understanding, and we got a little bit of a better understanding throughout the morning, that that particular rule and a few others are set to expire today. What have you been told as the restaurant owner as to what you may or may not be allowed to do as of, say, the stroke of midnight tonight? Hey, good morning, Brian. Good morning, Joe. Um, yeah, I did some research yesterday, and I know uh, some of the New York State Restaurant Association members were meeting, and uh, I think it's all on hold right now because the state apparently has to pass a budget, uh, which is deadline for today. So, again, we haven't heard anything definitive um, at this point. Uh, we're very hopeful that uh, some of these restrictions will start being lifted uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but I haven't heard anything yet. So, Dave, is it your understanding if you don't hear anything before midnight that starting tomorrow you can serve drinks without the purchase of a food item? Uh, again, we're waiting on uh, the Restaurant Association to kind of tell us that that, that is okay. I don't want to risk uh, doing something that would be – putting us in violation, but uh, I'll certainly be keeping my ear close to the ground, and hopefully uh, that will get lifted. Um, As we all know, uh, for some reason, the governor thinks that when you order food, you put a halo around your person and uh, keeps COVID out. You know, if you just had a drink, uh, COVID surrounds your head, so... uh Hopefully that'll get lifted, though. I, You know, I'm wondering from your standpoint, because I can tell you from, you know, at least personally speaking, but from the consumer side of things, I, I think that particular restriction has been the one that maybe 
prevents you from going out the most. Um, you know, I've got a young uh, kid at home, so the curfew doesn't really apply to me that much. I'm in bed by that time anyway. And uh, it, it is that food with a beverage kind of stops you from going out. If you do just want to have one drink uh, somewhere and meet up uh, or just to go out for a very brief amount of time. From your standpoint, is that the restriction that you find maybe kind of uh, sets you back the most, or is there another one? No, I think that's the that's the one uh, head scratcher that I, I just uh, still uh, unclear why he chose that one uh, with food. As you know, a lot of people uh, have date night and they may go downtown to a restaurant and have a nice meal, but then they want to stop maybe closer to home and have one final beverage. Well, they can't do that. So uh, you know, our restaurants are losing sales, and uh, and certainly our employees are losing out on on tips and the ability to make some money. So. Um, it, it's uh, definitely the, the top priority, I think, that needs to get lifted. Dave, also set to expire today, and I would assume this is one that you'd like to see uh, time added on, is takeout beverages. Have you heard anything on takeout alcohol being extended as that is set to expire at midnight tonight? Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that either. Um, it was really great this past year to have takeout beverages. We were able to uh, mix some of our craft cocktails into uh, into bottles and be able to sell those along with our food. Um, it hasn't been as robust um, since our restaurants have been back open, so that's not one that I'm I'm so concerned about. Um, but uh, certainly another, if we could keep that going uh, in perpetuity, that would be great. That's a, a nice add-on sale too for the guests. Yeah, um, it, it has worked out well for not just your places, but a few others uh, as well that have been able to kind of capitalize on that just a little bit. You know, on this, there is so much unknown. We talked with uh, State Senator George Borrello a little bit earlier, and he said that, you know, it's his understanding these could expire, but all the governor would have to do is kind of sign an extension by midnight tonight. And then we spoke with an attorney at 850 who said that is his understanding as well. He sounded like he was, uh, Steve Cohen, he was expecting the governor to sign an extension for that mandate and a few others that are set to expire today. I, I guess, how much confusion is there, or uh, I guess just unknown uh, amongst uh, yourself and fellow bar and restaurant owners and operators as to? What might change when? Uh, you've kind of been operating on the tip of your toes throughout the much of the last year, but how much of a handle do you think um, yourself and other people who are paying very close attention to the situation, but you still might not understand the nuances and ins and outs of every single particular order? How kind of a head-scratching can it be? Oh, tremendous, and the, there's such ambiguity and, uh, and uncertainty amongst all the restaurateurs of what all these mandates actually mean, uh, like the 11 o'clock curfew, for instance. You know, some of us uh, know the rule is everybody has to be out by 11. Um, no one's allowed into your establishment after 11. Others think, well, as long as you're not serving alcohol at 11, you're fine. Um, I've driven by many restaurants on my way home from work at 1130, and there's still probably 20 people inside. Um, and I think that honestly, though, some of those operators don't think they're doing anything wrong, um, because there is such ambiguity with these ever changing, uh, rules and restrictions. Dave, as we notice, you know, more and more people are out. I think anyone who's been out on a Saturday can see, uh, how have you noticed business in the, the restaurant business 
increasing over the last few months? Have you seen more customers than you had, let's say, in the last year? Absolutely. It's been a steady increase, and we're very grateful to the Western New York community for their support. Uh, in particular, I think people are um, feeling more comfortable. Uh, they trust us in the way we've handled uh, preparations and cleanliness and sanitation. Um, obviously, we have 33% of the population here in Western New York has already had at least one dose of vaccine, so that's giving people comfort. Um, I don't see anybody taking their foot off the gas in regard to safety and wearing masks and, and still being observant of, of the rules, unlike the governor thinks we're being cocky right now, quote-unquote. I don't, I don't see that at all. Um, I know there's been an uptick recently, um, especially among the young people. Um, who knows why? <laughs> I think everybody's still trying to get their hands around uh, uh, what this COVID disease is all about. But uh, I think um, people are very comfortable going back out again, and uh, the restaurants have been as busy as they can be given the current restrictions. But, uh, you know, we, we actually are turning the corner and, and heading in the right direction. That's what we're really excited about. And the weather has to be nice for that too, right? This week, I mean, we're expecting near 80 on Thursday. And uh, are, are you starting maybe to kind of open up the outside more and see a little bit more people because of the weather want to eat outside? Absolutely. Anytime it's been nice the last month, and March wasn't a bad month either, um, we've seen a great uh, demand for our beer garden uh, seating at the Brightsmith. Um, as well as opening up the windows over at Creekview. Um, so people are excited to be outside, and any opportunity they have to sit in a, in a, in a patio, even before COVID, was, uh, was a great thing. Now, you know, post-COVID, well, not really post, but still during COVID, uh, any opportunity they have to sit outside, uh, people really, really enjoy it. So it should be a great week for us. Yes, and I have to say, uh, I've taken advantage of the outdoor weather on that beer garden at Brightsmith, and it's a great time, let me tell you. Uh, Dave, let me ask you, as you said, we're not post-pandemic yet, we're not post-COVID, but is there something you've taken away from the last year, the business you've done, that you might, you might continue on even after the pandemic uh, for that extra income? Um, yeah, certainly takeout sales, I think, is probably number one. Um, doing some packages for holidays as well as just Friday night dining. Uh, some people are really, uh, really enjoyed their takeout experience at all, the, all three of our restaurants. And I can see that as continuing to be a, uh, an add-on uh, profit center for us. Uh, so we're excited about that. And, you know, we've also learned to, to streamline and, and maybe do a little, little more with a little less. Um, you know, spacing tables out at Oliver's has been a great thing. We're redesigning that dining room actually in, in July and doing a little renovation. Um, you know, we, we're trying to push our reservations a little bit to the, uh, the shoulder times, such as like 5, 5.30 and 8, 8.30, uh, which allows the kitchen to perform better. So we've learned a lot this past year about, you know, what it is to uh, succeed in this environment and taking away some of those positives um, that we've had to adjust and uh, pivot to. So we're going to keep some of those things in place. Dave Schuette, thank you so much for joining us and keeping us updated. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Brian. Have a great day. You too. Uh, awesome to hear from uh, Dave. And you, you know what? It's confusing because in talking to a lot of uh, different restaurant owners and even attorneys who are really kind of you know nose deep into these restrictions and kind of looking at what they can do for their clients, uh, there's so much unknown about what is going to happen today. So what we have so far is, I guess what we know, when it comes to that particular food with alcohol, um, that you have to order something, 
when you go out and buy and get a beer, it has to be accompanied by you know a bag of chips or something like that. That is set to expire today unless the governor decides to extend it, which he would have to do by the end of the day today. If he doesn't, then it would, as far as I'm, I understand this, and you know, in talking with a few people, it would be kind of a new executive order that would not be allowed under the new rule in Albany. So he has today to extend that rule. If he doesn't by midnight, that would open up the door for alcohol sales without food to continue in the area. And he would have to get approval from the legislature if he wants to extend it? Or is this no. one of those things where since it's an existing, it's an he ex- can exist? Okay. It's an existing, so it would just need the stroke of a pen. And a lot of people are kind of unsure. I think a lot of people didn't even know it was set to expire today no. and you know, had no even idea. Even those in the industry. So, yeah, so don't expect the people in the industry to all of a sudden change because they're not sure. They don't want to get in trouble and, and kind of stuff like that. But you heard there from uh, Dave Schutte, his thoughts on the matter. And then before that, uh, before our show, if you were listening uh, you heard Steve Cohen, who said he expects it to be signed, but it's his understanding as well. This thing expires. It is uh, no longer a mandate on bars and restaurants in the area. And Greg Duell will be joining us next segment from Duff's Eastern Hills. And I have to say, Brian, they had a really good Polish wing yesterday. Oh, they did? It was uh, delicious. You'll have to tell me about it uh, when we come back. Beamaz and Beamer, let us know what you think. 803-0930 on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, is Beam as and Beamer on WBEN. You know, uh, we're talking about, and we just had a guest on, Dave Schutte, about the uh, food with alcohol uh, and that restriction could be going away as soon as today. And I, I don't know, I asked uh, Dave Schutte, I think for me that is the 
I, I biggest restriction on going out um, that you know kind of stops me from doing a lot of things or, or going out very much. Date, he said it perfectly. There are times where you go on a date night, right? You go and you get food, maybe with some friends. And then after, yeah, you want to stop by that close place that you can walk home mm-hmm. to and have a drink or two. And now that possibility is not there because you go to the place that's right around the corner. Well, you have to get an order of wings. So, you know, you have to get mostly the cheapest thing on the menu. Yeah. But you've got to get something. So your $5 drink now turns into a $20. You're going out again. And you're not getting that second drink. And he put it perfectly. I didn't even think of that. But how many times during this pandemic have you gone out? And then, hey, we're going to grab one more drink. No, you know what? We'll just go to the gas station, (laughs) get some beers, and drink at home. No, you won't. Um, No, no, I feel the same way. I'm, you know, the cost is one thing, the, you know, extra expense of having to pay for that. The food is the other for me. (laughs) I just, you know, I don't want to eat that much. Um, I'm not a big, you know, uh, eater when it comes to going out all the time. If we're out somewhere, I, you know, I, I tend to have, if I eat anything, it's, often a very small thing or i eat before or after right. going out most of the time especially if it's kind of like going out socially i used to do that and uh, as you can tell over the last year i've put some weight on and now i say oh i'll order this just so we have food right i'll just order it so we have food so we can order drinks but then you have that food sitting in front of you and next thing oh you know, it's impossible to the, not pick at it <laughs> the basket's i empty. was very good we went out um the other week and we had to get you know a little basket of fries yeah. out there and i was i was pretty good at not touching I ate, that i ate all the fries yeah i know you did <laughs> um maybe that's why i didn't touch them <laughs> yeah. they were gone before i even so maybe You're welcome. if i go out with you yeah i'm you know i don't have to worry about that extra temptation because it'll all be gone yeah, by the you turn time around I... where would our fries go <laughs> No, but that's uh, I that is potentially going away today. I, I don't think it's widely known by a lot of places because it hasn't gotten that publicity and it still isn't official. There is still until midnight tonight that could be extended. But that is one of those things that could, you know, it, it could go away as of today. It's you have to wait and see. And once again, um, a lot of these uh, bar and restaurant owners kind of have to fly by the seat of their pants. Now, it doesn't. I'm not surprised by this, but does it amaze you that over a year into this and we still have communication issues between the government of New York State and business owners? It doesn't amaze me (laughs) at all. Um, You know why it doesn't amaze me that much? Because uh, you can listen to them uh, talk about just about anything. This is schools yesterday. School distancing. Of course, we're still waiting uh, over two weeks after the CDC came out with their uh, recommendation that three feet of distancing is acceptable in a classroom um, and you can still be safe. It's been done. We've uh, shown it through studies. And over five weeks after Howard Zucker, the state health commissioner, initially said that, you know, we're going to be looking into this, expect something maybe in the coming week. Still nothing's been done at the state level. And when you mention confusion, listen to this. This is what happened when the governor was asked, what's the holdup when it comes to changing that guideline to allow more kids in the classroom? Good question. I'm sorry you had to wait two weeks. Dr. Zucker, do you know the answer? Uh, we are. We have been reviewing this. I know that's on the line also. Um, and every school is a little bit different on 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 this, and and we need to work with a local um, 
uh, school districts because, as I mentioned once before, uh, we need to look at the environment um, of each classroom uh, and to make sure that uh, uh, there's no uh, potential for spread within that community. Yes, do you know where we are? Yes, so Department of Health um, has been working on this. We have been consulting with local districts, superintendents, um, with SED, and we are finalizing our review, um, and it should be done shortly. What would you, how would you define shortly, Beth, to put you on the spot? If we had to define shortly, I would say sometime in the next 24 to 48 hours, Governor. Oh, I wouldn't go that rush. I would say the next, within a week, there will be guidance. So there, so what happened there? So there you heard from three voices. You heard the governor, you heard uh, Howard Zucker, the health commissioner, and you heard Beth Garvey, an attorney, a special counsel to the governor. And, and what did you hear there? Well, first, you hear from local school districts who we talk to just uh, about every week here on WBEN, and they say they're waiting on the state to change that guideline so that they can change what's going on inside their schools, and they haven't heard anything from the state. Then you hear from the health commissioner who says, well, we're working with the school districts, who, again, said they haven't really heard much of anything from the state right. on, you know, doing things, and you have to look at each individual school district, and that's what the holdup is on this. Then we hear from the special counsel who says, well, you know, we could uh, issue this guidance maybe in the next 24 hours. And then you hear from the governor who says, well, wow, what's the... What's the rush? Well, maybe a week or so, you know, expected uh, from us then. So when you say that there's a lack of communication, I mean, you can listen to that clip from yesterday and see exactly uh, why I'm not surprised. Right. The lack of communication starts at the top. He can't even communicate with the people that he's working with on his board. And again, what's the rush? Can you imagine that? That's obviously how he's thinking about this restaurant thing, because it's April 6th. There's been no clarification if it's getting extended or going to just sit there and expire. And his whole take, oh, what's the rush? I, if I'm a business owner, I don't I, want to hear the governor saying, what's the rush? I would not be surprised if this over um, in Albany has kind of fallen through the cracks. If they were not aware or not totally up to uh, speed on what expires exactly when and what might need to be done to extend that because I guess we'll wait and see uh, yep. what's going to happen with that rule. But I, I kind of agree with you, Joe, that there's not that communication there, and everybody's in a state of confusion. And when you hear this, that, oh, this might expire today, I think it's caught a lot of people off guard. It definitely has, including restaurant owners. We are talking this uh, segment with Greg Duell from Duff's at the Eastern Hills. Greg, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing all right. Now, Greg, when we talked yesterday, you said that you still needed clarification. Um, at 9.43 on April 6th, are you still looking for that clarification? <laughs> well, um, I got to say, our, you know, our, our uh, legal team over at Hogan Willig has done a wonderful job for us throughout this whole uh, process. They did give me an update um, last night uh, from Nick Taylor. Um, also, Steve Cohen and James, T uh, James Minner this morning gave me a, a little bit of an update, and here's what I got. Um, Executive Order 202.52 was the provision that um, required the uh, food with alcohol. Um, that uh, provision is set to expire at the end of the day today. Now, he does have to sign, um, and he could sign by the end of the day today, an extension for 30 days of that law. Um, but if he doesn't, um, it's done, and, and, and everybody legally should be able to go ahead and, and serve 
finally a cocktail by itself. Um, so we're excited for that because, as I, as you guys were saying earlier this morning, I 100% agree with you. I'm a huge fan of the nightcapper and and going home from uh, you know from dinner with my wife. Um, you can't really do that, um, and it does just keep people away. You know, you you think about what you said, grabbing beer on the way home or a glass of wine at at home, and it and it does. It's costing the bartender, it's costing the business owner, it's costing it's costing a lot. You know, and and um, it's it's one of those silly laws that just needs to go away at this point. People are fed up with it. Is this something you were looking forward to, or did this catch you off guard this week? That hey, this rule might be ending. Um, I think a lot of us are caught off guard because we've been so buried in our businesses the last couple of months, just trying to get it back together. You know, um, it, it's getting busier and, 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 and the community at large has been so supportive of our industry throughout this. So, um, as we start to ramp up business here, the weather's getting nicer. People are vaccinated. They're feeling the urge to get out and, and, and see the world again. Um, so we're just, we've just been buried trying to, um, operate uh so yeah it kind of snuck up us snuck up on us in that regard um but you know a lot of these other laws too are are set to expire towards the end of the month so you know the end is is kind of in sight for us um so there's definitely hope in the air greg this should be something i i know the answer to but i I don't i'll admit uh has this been set to expire before and the governor wait this late to extend it um, yeah, so that's one thing that we are also in a, a constant state of confusion here. And it, and it seems like, you know, we would we would know some of this stuff before the general public. But we find out kind of when you guys found out, find out. Um, so, yeah, this law has been uh, ex- extended. I'm, I'm looking at a piece of paper right now. It looks like at least a dozen times. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty of times where we find out on the news, even on WBEN, we find out that something's happened. I think um, back when uh, one of our, our curfew um, rulings were was overturned, I think I found out on your station, listening to your station. Um, so it, there has been no dialogue, absolutely no dialogue between the state and business owners, at least in my industry. Um, and that is very frustrating. You know, we this business is very difficult to begin with um, and, and to have flip-flopping of, of rules and rulings and executive orders. It's been difficult and, and frustrating, but, you know, um, like they always say, tough tough times don't last, tough people do, and boy, have we been hardened by this last year, that's for sure. How much does this particular rule impact you? I don't look at Duff's as the place where you're just stopping by for, am I totally wrong in that? Because if I stop into a Duff's anytime. I mean, I, I'm going there for one reason. That's the wings. You're coming for the wings, yeah. No, you know what? I I, I do think we do have a we have a great happy hour. Um, we have a, a ton of a ton of regular customers that you know really come by for a beer and a conversation sometimes. You know, and and um, so yes, that that definitely does affect us. But to your guys' point, um, it's just one of those frustrating rules that we have to enforce. Um, and when you have to enforce, I use that word because that's what we have to do. It's frustrating. It, we're, we're hospitable by our nature. In our business, we are hospitable. And to enforce something on a customer is an uncomfortable position for us to be in, for my bartenders to be in, my servers to be in, and to put my customers in. Um, and, and, you know, it's one of those things that we're excited for it to go away because when you feel like you're being bothered or mothered by uh, a server, bartender, or a manager at a restaurant because you have to, you know, buy a, a food item with your uh, beverage because the governor said so. Um, it's 
it does get frustrating. And it, I think sometimes that creates some consternation amongst, uh, you know, server and customer, and it keeps people away because of that. Now, I asked Dave this question. Uh, Greg, I know you guys already had a great takeout system before the pandemic, um, but you've obviously seen an uptick in takeout. Have you guys also benefited from the alcohol takeout and another rule that's set to expire today? Have you heard if that will be extended? Um, no, I, I think it would probably fall in the same category. If that's not extended, um, that would be done today as well. I would, I would be operating under that uh, rule. Um, but no, I, I don't think our business has really um, pivoted to try to build sales of alcohol to go. Um, but but we definitely have learned a, a, quite a lot about our to go model. Um, we we did a ton before, um, but we've been really really focused on uh, quality, uh, trying to present a restaurant quality of uh, of food at home, which was very difficult. We we changed up our uh, takeout containers, um, the way we notified guests that their order was ready, um, stuff like that to try to make sure that when you get home that you have as close to restaurant quality food in front of you as possible so that when you can come back in and dine dine with us indoors that you remember mm, this is what a great uh, plate of Duff's wings looks like and this is what it tastes like. Yeah, how do you do that with wings? I can never get it right. The takeout wings. I, is there like a secret? Um, you know, how is there a secret way you can order wings if you're ordering takeout to make them? You know, just as good. I gotta say, go with crispy. Absolutely. You know, um, fries are tough too. Fries almost never. Yeah. Well, but you know, we've we've developed um, you know ways to try to make that better for our customers at home. Um, but. Um, yeah, it's been a challenge in some ways. Challenge the challenge has been in, in the sickest sort of way, fun, you know, um, in that you know trying to come up with a, a way to do things better. I think that is always good. Try to do things better. You know, fries. That's why you have to eat the fries in the car. It's not. It's it's like a requirement because by the time you get home, they're just not the same, and it doesn't matter what kind of packaging you put them in. Yeah, you order a large fry here, and you tell your wife you got a small fry at home, right? Yeah, put the blame on you. I like it. At least you know. <laughs> That's right, All right. Well, it, you know, I'm uh, I'm hoping that uh, you know some of these restrictions work out uh, for the best for you, and you're able to continue going on with all so much unknown. But uh, glad that you can kind of uh, give us a little bit of clarity on uh, exactly what's going on this morning. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And, Greg, that wing from yesterday at the uh, Dingus Day celebration, that definitely should be on the regular menu. Yeah, the dill pickle wing. That went over pretty well. That was a fun uh, fun celebration last night, huh? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, if I see that wing on the menu again, I'm definitely getting it. Sounds great, man. Thank you. All right, Greg, have a good one. I right, guess. Greg Duell from Eastern Hills Duffs. And, yeah, the dill pickle wing, Brian, I was telling you about it. Pretty good. Yeah, so what, uh, what exactly is the uh, – it's the – did they call it the Polish wing? Well, that's what I called it because it was at the Dingus Day celebration. Right. I think it's, it's the Dingus Day special wing. What was it? It was a dill pickle wing and a horseradish blue cheese to go with it. And it was it was pretty good. And you got a free one because obviously you have to have food with your beverage. Right. And then, um, of course, I added a few more on. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It's like the little sampler. And then you want a little bit more. And that's why I keep on telling myself, it's just a pandemic, Joe. And then I step on the scale. Joe, maybe it's time to hit the gym again. Yeah, uh, maybe just a little. I don't know. Um, but no, I it is. Um, you know, we're talking through this, and it seems like everyone's in the same spot. And uh, that is, ask me tomorrow. Uh, kind of yeah. what happens with this because uh, it could be extended. 
It could not be. And it's not just that rule. We should point out that there are several other, a lot of other executive orders, if you go through the list, that are all set to expire today. So what happens with those? Um, do they all get renewed in mass? Um, do some of them get extended and others not? Uh, what exactly happens? I guess we'll find out today, but it also should be mentioned, as you heard a little bit earlier, that in Albany, this is not at top of mind. What no. they're talking about is the budget, other things we were talking about all throughout the morning, and this is kind of uh, getting pushed to the side a little bit. But something people might not understand, Brian, because I didn't understand it. If this does expire, the governor could not reissue an executive order because of the new limitations put on him. Mm-hmm. However, he is able to extend existing executive orders. I think that's confusing for a lot of people as well. Yeah, that whole situation is a little confusing. So this is one he could extend, but as of midnight tonight, if it were to expire, it would have to be a new executive. As far as I understand it and talking to uh, some of the attorneys that we have on the show here um, and them kind of helping me through it just a little bit, as far as I know, that's exactly what would happen, and uh, we'll see what happens a Confusing little bit later Confusing times, on today. indeed. I, but I said that is for a consumer. That's the number one thing. Uh, I think that would deter me from going out uh, more often, and that is that food with alcohol mandate because that's uh, I, that's the one thing. I don't want to you know, know that I have to order something that I don't want. Right. Exactly. That's the whole part of it, right? Yeah. You want to go out for a couple drinks, and you don't want to have to be forced to have those that delicious sampler platter. Yeah. Somebody (laughs) said best way to do uh, takeout fries: the air fryer. One hundred percent. Really? Oh, the air fryer is a game changer, Brian. But with I I know people say that about like the fries that you buy and you put in your freezer. Right. With takeout too. Takeout fries. You put five minutes aside to just pop them back in the air fryer. I'm not going to say they taste exactly like they came they out of the fryer. They bring them back to life a little bit? But it does bring them a little back to life, especially fast food fries. So the same thing would kind of work with the oven. I guess, but the oven's going to take a lot longer. Yeah, that's true. The the air fryer, you know, two or three minutes, and you've got delicious restaurant-style fries. This is actually a QVC uh, yeah. <laughs> paid program for air fryers. Another uh, one that came, uh, order wings plain sauce on the side and then mix the wings and the sauce at home. I, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like that, the sauce kind of adds to it. But I do think it's the packaging too. Like anything hot that you have in that packaging that you know constricts it. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be tough. And that's why at Duff's, if you like them medium, get the medium light because remember, while you're taking them home, they sat in that sauce. So they will be medium by the time they get home. Joe, Joe, with all the tips today. Well, <laughs> we'll see what the governor does. I mean, based on what he said yesterday, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Which way he's going to go? Pizza in the air fryer too. Somebody's chiming in. I, I, I will run. have to. Me, I got to get an air fryer. Based on what he said yesterday, though, uh, it, I would be surprised if he just totally does away with a lot of restrictions. Uh, this is the governor. What I've said before: don't get cocky with COVID. COVID wins when you get cocky. That's the governor there. I mean, we are doing good. The vaccinations are improving the situation uh, here and throughout the state, but you know, we're not we're not at the point where we can write a book about the pandemic just yet. <laughs> you don't want to get too cocky, right? That's right. Uh, said by uh, Governor Cuomo himself. Well, this was the second episode of Beamaz and Beamer. Brian, I think it went pretty well. Speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, David Bellavia. And right before the 10 o'clock news, we will have your WBEN spring stimulus right here on WBEN. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.